Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, we're off it today. Better. This episode's going to suck. <laughs> or it's going to be a little chaos, which I kind of like sometimes. Sarah, and welcome back to another episode of Talking Fast. Jacob. Sarah, what's going on? What are you eating or drinking this week? Okay, this one's <laughs> wild and I want to get your take on it. I know oh. that you're not a big fan of like baked goods. Correct. But this is kind of the opposite because this is a sweet treat and it's specifically decidedly not baked. I'm talking about the Pillsbury holiday themed yes, cookies. Yes, we rate them. We love. Raw. Exactly. Anything that's like a raw cookie. Also, cookies, I think, are my one like exception to my baked goods okay. opinion. Okay. You actually came in today and gave me a cookie. I it's did in my come pocket in and right gave now. you a cookie. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think cookies are kind of my only like not like they're a baked good that I actually enjoy. Do you remember briefly? Were you working? You definitely weren't working at this point. TikTok OG followers remember there was a brief moment where I decided I was going to do a series of me learning to bake the best chocolate chip cookies in the world. From it lasted two, yep two episodes and I cried both times because I was so bad at making the cookies even though I was following the directions that I never like did the it cookies again. were bad like they were horrendous like literally like, like should we have a cookie bake off or something I, well you can try I'm gonna go to the store and buy a box though. let's do a charity in Toronto let's do a charity bake sale and you and I will cook chocolate chip cookies and sell them at like outside of stacked market I think we should sell them outside of a hospital because if anyone eats the cookies that I make people then have to go to <laughs> directly into the hospital all funds go to like the united uh, health network or something uh, anyways also says yes i rate those cookies okay been eating those and yes so that and i would say that the christmas trees taste better than the snowmen the elf ones are the best ones and the, uh, that's what i was gonna say and elf is the best and do you know that elf came out 20 years ago you believe that I'm like leaving. a couple days ago 20 here. years ago i'm out of here i know it's 20? wild that's one of my favorite seen that movie in theaters with my parents that's crazy. You shot in theaters? I yeah, didn't see it in theaters. I did. Oh my God, that's crazy. 20 yeah. years ago. Wow. What about you? What are you eating or drinking this week? I'm drinking tea. I feel like the second the weather goes mm. below 10 degrees, like consistently, every night I like make myself a cup of tea. Uh, usually like a peppermint or like a honey lemon, just like the basic little 
Izzy is a big David's Tea girl. Um, I went through a David's Tea phase at one time, but it's too much work for me to like put the loose leaf in the bag and then do. Like, you got to get much. one of the fun like like tea loose leaf tea holders. I, so I did, but then I would never clean it properly. Okay, that's because then all the leaf like leaves like stay in it. It's the same way that I like don't love my milk frother for coffee because yeah, I like, yeah, never yeah. clean it properly. So then I just don't use it. <laughs> that's a tough one to clean <laughs> yeah, as well. Exactly. Oh yeah, we got to sh- give a shout out to Izzy because she also came in and gave us tea one day and I'm working she my did. way through it out a little bag. Uh, and if David's Tea is listening. We'd love to we, give Izzy some tea. Yeah, we got to sponsor Izzy. So if you're out there, just I know make you guys sure do advent calendars of tea and stuff. Make it so that you can just give a Christmas present that I can give to her. And that is a win for everybody, I think. You're just going to clip that. He's going to clip that immediately and put it out there. <laughs> uh, what are we watching or reading this week, Sarah? Okay, so after this podcast episode, I'm actually running to go see the new Hunger Games prequel movie. Oh. But prior to last week, I had never watched a single second of the Hunger Games in my life, which is crazy because I grew up in like the era of like PETA versus Gale, Katniss Everdeen, Side Braids, like which all of that. Which team do you come out on? Well, I since watching all the movies, it does make sense that there was ever teams because Gale is barely in the first two movies. Anyways, I have a lot of bones to pick and I will do a Hunger Games rant episode another time, I think. But I want to watch all the movies before seeing the prequel, obviously. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I feel like a fraud and I wouldn't know what was going on. I'm really happy I ended up watching all four because at first people were like, you need to watch the first two. Not true because this whole prequel is about President Snow and how the Hunger Games started. So... I need to, like, President Snow's more so in the last two. It anyway, feels like important. It feels important not context. Not backstory, to, story or whatever exactly, it is, right? to know everything else. Anyways, I finally watched them. They were fine. Will I ever watch them again? I don't know. Uh, maybe not. I just don't, I don't think I have the same, like, pull towards the Hunger Games as people who grew up, like, loving them did, maybe. I liked the movies. Never read the books myself. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll i see this movie. I might, maybe I'll wait for streaming, but we'll see. After your review, you and Izzy go yeah, and see Izzy's it. Yeah, we'll Izzy's coming see, with yeah. me, so... We'll see. We'll give a full review. I'm sure. Well, Izzy's already nervous that like I'm going to like get kicked out of the movie or something for saying that I'm not crazy about the movies. But we'll see. We'll see. This is going out well after we've gone to the event. So it's fine. What about you? Okay. I have a new goal in life. Uh, You know how we've been talking a little bit on the uh, episodes this year. What are our our 2023 goals? What have we achieved? What do we want to do? I have a new one and it kind of goes off of the theme of, of raw Pillsbury cookies has nothing to do with baking though. I threw on the other night, a Hallmark holiday movie. Are you going to become like a Hallmark movie marathon goer? Is that what you're about to do? No, I want to be in one. (laughs) (laughs) I I want to be, you wanted to watch them. Watching them is an easy goal to accomplish. I might be able to help make that happen. Can you? And I don't want a big role. I just want to be like one of the, one of the townsfolk on the sidewalk. They filmed them all in Hamilton. You know that, right? Okay. I've seen some, some stuff pop up. The one that I watched last night was filmed in Winnipeg though. And I would go, listen, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of Winnipeg. I'm sorry, Winnipeg. I've just had some bad experiences when I've gone there. I'd love to go again. I hear actually really good things with the food scene right now. I would like to go back and try to, you know, use uh, your per diem as an extra to try the food scene. I will rekindle my love for Winnipeg through being in a Hallmark movie. So if there are any producers out there that, you know, might be looking for someone to... Well, if you're going to be in one, I want to be in What if... There's just the local podcast, the, the, the radio local radio host, station, where the local radio station, where and we have our little earmuffs, and we're doing a live show at, like, oh, it the, could be at like the parade. A, yeah, know, like and it could be station. a meet cute. It'll be like someone call in looking for like lost love or something, and then it's through a radio contest. We have to sell this to them, don't we? Yeah, like we're basically anything. writing a movie here. Also, okay? I think like we can also sell it to someone other than Hallmark. I think Hallmark's sometimes problematic, are they not? Oh, are they? No, okay, wait, Hallmark's well, the good one. There's another bad one. Anyways, all this says. 
we'd love to be in a Hallmark movie. I'd love to be in a Hallmark movie. That'd be fun. Which one did you watch? Uh, I They're all the same. can't remember, but if the I was going to name it, it would be like, da- actually, this is, I can't take this line. This is Haley's line. She said, this movie should be called Dating My Donor. Because there was <laughs> one where like, she just, girl found out she needed a liver transplant around christmas and then this ex-military guy came and said i'm a match for you in more ways than one <laughs> okay so it's they're super cheesy it's not like they're my favorite movies no, or anything. i know I just... but let's do it okay now like we're determined to go in a hallmark movie yeah exactly oh it's my turn isn't it yeah uh what are we listening to this week okay um i have a hot take this week for what Shocking. i'm listening to I am a huge Dua Lipa fan. Everyone knows this. I put her on my pop star list, I think. I listen to Dua Lipa all the time, both running Did you go see her in concert life. when she was in Toronto? I didn't, but I, I would oh. have loved to. And I would still love to go and see Dua Lipa. Um, Houdini came out, her new track. And it didn't Team Impala produce it? Or, is that, or did he produce songs Tame on the new Paula album? Tame Impala was involved. He might have done the whole album. I'm not, I'm not sure. He definitely did this track. And so did, what's his name? Tobias? Tobias? Jesso Jr., who like has he's from Canada as well, oh, has really? written a bunch oh, of cool. Adele songs and stuff. There was a really good group of people that are on it. Maybe it's gonna take me a little bit to warm up to it, but Houdini is not hitting for me right now. I'm it's ready not... to disappear, Houdini. You're ready to disappear, Houdini. Wow. Okay. I just well, came up with that right now. Did you also see that Shannon talked to her about whether she get a new tattoo, and she's like, "I'm not getting a tattoo for this era for this album." I didn't see that. That's, I have to go watch it right now. And so Shannon asked her about it, and it got picked up over. But yeah, I feel like that's almost a red flag that she is entering a new era, and she gets a new tattoo for every era she's like yeah. had, and she doesn't want to get one for this album era. Maybe she just just doesn't stand Maybe behind she it. Wants to disappear too. <laughs> I know. With that the video though, she's a great dancer. We got to give Dua Lipa that she is a great dancer. She is, a great and I dancer. hope that the song grows on me, and I hope that the album is is i'm sure a standout but that's what i'm listening to this week what about you uh this one i'd like to do a call out to the listeners i know most of you just listen to talking fast and re-listen to our same episodes over and over it's the only podcast you listen to but maybe if there is a second favorite one out there i would like to know what it is because i'm getting a little stale on podcasts uh smart list the guests haven't been hitting the same as they used to for me i loved strike force five when all the five like late night show hosts came together right, and like yeah. one but then it was only 12 episodes long because the strike ended and i don't know i just like like chit chat style feels like i'm in the room having a conversation like that style of interviewing is what i want to like get better at and learn more from so i like listening to those styles of podcasts anyways also say is please just like give me recommendations because i'm good on the music game i have enough taylor swift albums to get me through anything but i just need a little bit more podcast listen to just like even ones that are like fun like i like giggly squad like that's funny but i was just gonna like, say what kind of themes are you into i just like ones like i mean I guess the ones i just named are both like more celebrity based but they're like funny um i guess like com comedy lifestyle okay. yeah chit chatty ones i don't i don't fully pay attention when i listen to podcasts so i like when i can go like in and out that's how i feel people listen to this one like hello if you're just listening right now, like pay attention again, snap back. But I just mean, I think like the shows that you can just kind of passively listen to while you're doing other things. Cause I'm a big, like Clean the house type of Exactly. Podcast. I can zone out for a minute and come back and it doesn't feel like I've missed a key part of the story, which is why I don't listen to audiobooks. So anyways, I would like to take recommendations from the audience. What about somewhere you went this week? I went back to my hometown. Also, people... Shout out Coburg. Shout out Coburg. People on the internet, stop being so goddamn literal. I... I'm sorry. I have putting a bone on, to pick. Up, putting on blast no, right now. No, it's just like, okay, so I had to drive from like, I never drive. I live in downtown Toronto. I do not drive. I this I drove more in this weekend than I have in probably like a year. I drove from St. Catharines. I woke up in St. Catharines, 
right? Right. Because you went to, to Arkells. Toronto, went to Arkells, drove to Toronto to drop Haley off because I was being a good friend. I should have made her take the go training because it took me so long. Then it took me 90 minutes to get out of the city because there was so much traffic to get the 401 to then drive to Coburg. So you went QEW Gardner DVP 401? Yes. yes. Woo, Thank you. That's, that's the reaction I was hoping for. I obviously dramatically said I drove across Ontario today and people <laughs> from like Thunder Bay and Sarnia were so mad at me. They're, They're like, like, did you go up the 400? You didn't drive across Ontario. Were you on the Trans-Canada Highway? Like, obviously, <laughs> obviously, obviously, I did not drive across Ontario. Did you go to Kingston? Yeah, exactly. Basically. 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 <laughs> so obviously I did not drive across Ontario. I'm not that geographically that's, inept, but... As someone who drives a lot, I will say that is a, a lot of driving. And that's a day, lot of like... Like could be stop and go. It was could stop be and a go. lot of traffic. By yourself with your thoughts. That's a long time. Anyways, all to say is I, where did I go? I fucking went everywhere this weekend, <laughs> but it was worth it. it was what were you doing in Coburg? I surprised my friend Amanda, um, who was visiting from Scotland. She's actually spending Christmas in Australia. So her mom did a Christmas dinner on Saturday because like oh, she's that's not going to be here for it. So it's so fun. It's weird though because I'm at that age now where like, my friends have like kids so, like my entire night was just spent like with Mila the three-year-old like entertaining her and dancing because I asked her what her favorite song was and she said Cruel Summer I go Mila you're my girl and then we just listened to Cruel Summer 87 <laughs> times dancing around the living room so it was really fun it was all worth all the driving and then I saw my grandparents so that was great because you know checking on your grandparents always nice give them a call whatever but yeah it was it was a perfect Coburg trip I was in and out in under 48 hours I mean 24 in and out in under 24 that's hours that's fast that's all I need in Coburg okay but, that is kind of like mine then too because I was up at the cottage property that I'm building with like my brother and sister-in-law and yeah. our, our sister was up there as well mm -hmm. we rented a cottage just around the corner so we had the whole like siblings and partners situation yeah. up there how'd you guys take that group photo did you set up a tripod okay I, it took a few tries because i like the cottage property right now it's under construction and there's a lot of garbage so i just used this garbage bag with a piece of like styrofoam on it with two two by fours on it, it and it kept falling down and they're making <laughs> fun of me uh, but we got the photo and it looks crazy. The difference is crazy diff uh, year mm -hmm. over year of, you know, the progress with the build. But it was kind of the same. We were just like, we went over a couple of times, two, three times to see the progress, make some a list of like changes we want to make and additions we want to have and that kind of thing. And then for the most part, we were just kind of hanging out and my brother and sister-in-law have my niece Willow. So yeah. we were kind of just hanging with hanging. her and just like being, being the fam. So it was, it was, it was the same. And What's quite crazy a lot of is this time next year, it'll be like finished and stuff will not be. Yeah. Oh my God. Like exactly. Yeah. Probably like, like fingers it. crossed with the, in like warm weather in the spring, we'll be good to go. Wow. I'm so excited. You guys can also follow along the cottage progress. Jacob has an Instagram for it. So you can go just check, check my bio. I've got a lot. He's of got a lot of Instagrams that he's made. <laughs> A lot. He used Jacob used to have all of his clients in his Instagram bio, but now it's moved on no, to all no, of his individual. In, no, that's in that's the, in the good, good fun. fun. Okay, well, but like now he's just replaced it with the fact that he has all of his different like good fun, good fun, um, really good people. No, good, good friends. <laughs> what, what brand? Just friends. Fun Fernie. All of them. All of them. I'm gonna cut back on a couple of things. Maybe I've got too many brands going on. People are like, "What is this guy? What even is do? happening?" You're like, "I have good fun. That's all that matters." hundred percent. Yeah, that's the overarching brand. You know? Um, and finally, what's some Thing you did okay i didn't really talk about this last time I, I touched on it briefly last episode but we had both just gone to new york and like a day before that i got the green light from my uh, physiotherapist that could run again so i've been running is something that i've been doing That's over the exciting. last several days do you feel like your mental health has already like improved because you're yes yeah, yeah. dramatically you're pretty antsy i was very antsy it was like 10 almost 11 weeks off 
of I, both. Like my, my, my main physical activity is running, but then also playing soccer. And that's how the injury happened. So I wasn't doing that as well. So that kind of leads into something I did this week. So I played soccer again for the first right. time in forever. And I very quickly learned how you could have rolled your ankle because I did roll my ankle playing soccer. No. Not badly though. It was, you know, like as someone that's rolled their ankle, you know, like you can like roll it and then sometimes like immediately there's pain but then if you go off and you just like roll like keep like stretching it out and you walk it off then it like snaps back a little bit yeah me and my friend victor within two minutes both rolled our ankles we're both like on the sidelines stretching his though became the size of an orange like his really expensive whereas mine okay i will see if he shows up to soccer this week but yeah mine i quickly literally the second happened i went oh my god this is what jacob talked about (laughs) (laughs) so i can see it happening but yeah it's okay uh, well knock on wood that well we're fine we were able to finish the game and my ankles feel fine okay right now but you haven't played in a while how does it feel uh i don't know what (laughs) who would have thought that running half marathon and all the cardio i did actually helped yeah yeah no i definitely felt a lot better I normally would be absolutely dying the first game and like not being able to breathe, but I felt good. You know, my footwork could use a little bit of work. I got new cleats and I'm such an idiot. I like got them in the mail. I like, we're like, oh, it's size nine women's. They're perfect. I didn't try them on with oh, soccer no. socks and those are so oh, much thicker. Tight. Yeah. Are they so leather little, though? I don't know. <laughs> they I don't might work so. they, I think they might. Like By the end of the game, they were loose a little bit, but the cleats That's were tough. a little tight. That was a little tough. But anyways, we tied our first game. Saw you at the bar afterwards. We tied our first game. Sarah and I found out we thought we were going to be in the same soccer league. So but disappointing. We're actually in different leagues on the so same. So Jam night. Sports, if you listen to this, um, next time make sure we're in the same. Can league. we get sponsored by Jam Sports, please? Yeah, we could do a team. <gasps> This is our second monthly voicemail episode. We used to do voicemail at the end of every episode if you're new here, but now we do it monthly and we just dive into the voicemail. Pick up the phone. That was so aggressive. My ring made that sound way worse than it was. And answer any questions you have. Give any advice. As always, if you have questions or you want some advice from us, you can follow us at Talking Fast Show on Instagram. We do a call out there, but you can also email us if you have like you know, when we give advice, we want as much detail as possible. If there's drama, if there's tea, give us all the detail. You can email us at talkingfastshow at gmail.com and we'll try and answer it in our monthly voicemail segments. Jacob, are you ready to dive into the voicemail? I'm absolutely ready, Sarah. What's question number one? Number one is, very simple, what is your favorite part about living in the city? Okay, there are a few. How long have you lived here though, for context first? Okay. Decade? Uh, it will be no longer than that. 14 yeah, years? In this, I guess, August of next year. So it's been four, I believe 15 to so 14 and a half years. Crazy. Which feels like forever. It does feel it's like It's basically forever. half my life. You're a Torontonian at that point, I think. I was saying this to someone recently that I think I'll be able to claim it at 15. Okay. I thought I'd be able to, I'm coming up on 10 and I thought I could claim nah, it at 10. 10's not long enough. You don't there are think too many so? changes that happen. Yeah. You got to live. How many places have you lived in Toronto? Three. I don't know why I said that. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Were you about to give a made-up number? No, only because like, I've lived in so many different pockets of the city. I feel like I've lived everywhere in the city as He's well. He's lived east of the DVP. He's lived east of Carlaw. He's lived east of the east. But no, okay. Part. I would say access to community, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I found a lot of... Uh, uh, like-minded people in the various different things that I'm interested in in the city that I probably could find other places, but mm-hmm. it would be harder to find in smaller towns. So we kind of talked about it just a second ago in the first half of the show when we were talking about uh, sports. It's so, like there are a ton of different sports leagues. Mm-hmm. 
they're kind of at your fingertips any part of the city you can go and meet like cool new people who are interested in that as well Mm -hmm. the creative community in a big city especially like toronto is something that like you probably can't find elsewhere uh both in terms of just like industry but then also just like going to the museums and art shows and meeting interesting people Mm -hmm. who are in the arts is something that doesn't get fostered a lot of the time in smaller places. And mm-hmm. then one of the biggest ones for me too is live music. It's like touring acts come here because it's a big market. You don't get that elsewhere. And like, that's a huge plus for me who loves going to shows. Mm-hmm. 100%. I think they'll like, they're all things I actually probably take for granted living in a city. Like even when I was at home visiting my friends, they're like, you go to so many concerts. And I go, well, yeah, because it's just like easy. You don't have to like, the my, actually my favorite part about living in a city and it's like there's always something to do. And like if you want to go out and do something, you don't have to like make a big plan for it. Like if I decide I want to go to a trivia night, I can find one in two seconds. If I want to decide I want to go to a concert, there's always a show happening. You want to yeah. decide you want to go out. There's no, no need to like make it like some big plan. I think my other favorite part is my friendships are so much closer in the city because I can have access to my friends. I can see them way more often because of things like soccer leagues, the ability to do more things. Yeah, Walking distance, I... I see it far too often where I think like what happens with people that live in smaller towns or like that are commuters that live in like live and die in their car is you drive home and you're so tired and it's like you're home and you're like you don't want to go out again or like you have to drive somewhere again and that's time like that that ability of that time to be given back to you is just so important I'll never forget my old boss my old job he was the first person I met that like was raising kids like in the city and he lived like on King Street West like a townhouse and I remember being like oh my gosh like why do you live on King West with kids like that's crazy I just like never met anyone like that and he said that he'd rather take a 15 minute street car than spend an hour and 15 minutes on the go train so he can spend more of that time with his kids and I think that's like the commodity is time is such like like it's not something you can get back. And I think living in a city, you get more time in every aspect. Granted, I did just complain about how sometimes it takes 90 minutes to sit on the DVP or the 401 or whatever. But a day-to-day, taking a streetcar, an Uber, walking, whatever, you just get so much more time back to be able to like use your time in better ways, and I think. you get those chance encounters with people too. Like how many times have you just been on like Queen Street and run into a friend? For and sure. like, oh, I'm going to this, I'm going to like this bar right now. Do yeah. you want to come by and just have a drink as well? Like, I think it just makes it so much easier to live a more like full, like you said, community-based life and just living a more full life because you can like, I don't know, simple things. Like I think about how like after soccer, like I run into you at the bar yeah. and we can do that because we can go for a drink at the bar after soccer because we're going to walk home after soccer take the streetcar. I don't have to worry about like, oh, who's going to be a DD, this, logistics. Like so many logistics of everyday life are out the window, which is so nice. And like you can be running all around the city. I don't know. I just think that everything is so accessible and just like the fact that you can do something different with your night every single day is not something that I think you get necessarily in smaller towns. The one downside I'll say, and I talked about this with someone recently, was like a lot of people, most of my friends don't have huge houses. Most of them are in like smaller apartments. So the one thing that we miss out on is dinner parties, like hosting dinner parties. Yeah. How fun would that be? I I know you can do it in like a party room or something like that. Yeah, it's not the same as having, you know, 10 people in your place. Yeah, I will say that. Like there's the pros and cons. There's the things that you give up. Like the way I always see is you give up space in the sense of like your home and where you are to have more space in like the city. Because like you have more third spaces in a place like Toronto as opposed to... I think necessarily in a smaller town. Yeah, that's a good point.
going with the same theme of like comfy, cozy winter vibes. This next question is what is our favorite comfort movies? Okay. Might have said this on the pod before. Wedding Crashers. I'll watch two to three times a year. Two to three times a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I've only seen that maybe one or two times in my entire life. That has Owen Wilson in it, right? And Rachel Owen McAdams. Owen Wilson, Rachel Vince McAdams, Vaughn. Vince Vaughn, Bradley Cooper. I didn't know Bradley uh, Cooper. The Christopher Walken guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great movie and it's just a fun movie and it's, uh, you know, it's a classic, I think, in my mind. And then I'm going to throw out a comfort TV show as well. I think I've watched for sure The Office, but I've also watched How I Met Your Mother which is five times through the entire series probably really yeah <laughs> i watched that show once all the way through finished it in like 2020 cried at the ending i was so pissed off at how they ended it Ugh. i was so angry i cried okay then what never are watched your, it back. what are your show okay so like i have different levels of comfort films and movies for different occasions for different things that i'm doing in life one if i want just like a rom-com turn my brain off will never disappoint me Letters to Juliet. I've talked about it before. Really underrated, but it's incredible. It has Amanda Seyfried in it, and it has like two parallel love stories going on at once. And just watch the movie. It is so freaking good. And they play Love Story by Taylor Swift at the climax of the movie, which means they can do no wrong. Mm. Love Story. Not Love Story, sorry. Letters to Juliet. That's like a go-to. Like, I'll watch that on any airplane. I'll watch that whenever. Speaking of an airplane movie, another comfort film that I will always, always watch, especially this time of year because it's like the Christmassy vibes is Little Women, the Greta Gerwig version. Oh, I haven't seen it. Oh my God. It's a cinematic masterpiece. I love it's, Greta Gerwig too. It's a cinematic masterpiece. Like even just the way like the cinematography she uses and the way it's like in the flashback scenes, they use like brighter, lighter, like more like orangey tone colors in the current day. It's like darker and moodier. It's just, it's an incredible cast too. Emma Watson's in it. Saoirse Ronan. Um, Florence Pugh, that's like what got her first Oscar yeah, nomination. Yeah, yeah. And that's like how Florence got put on the map. Timothy Chalamet's in it. Oh my god! And it's I, a plane movie for you. I because it's long. It's like almost three oh, hours it's long. Like a set it, and, and so it's like I love it so much. And it's one of those movies that I sit and watch like this. Like I actually like pay attention the whole time. I don't like have to sit on my phone and distract myself while I'm watching it. Yeah. So it's a plane movie for me, and because it, it's also on a lot of airplanes, so I'll always watch it on an airplane. But those are my like go to ones right now. I'm trying to think of any other. Oh, Notting Hill is another like rom com that's like a classic. Like I'll go back and watch, but it's like less calm, more rom. So. I don't know. Who is Notting Hill again? That's like Hugh Grant. And Julia Roberts. Ju Julia, Julia Roberts. We yeah. know we talked about Emma Roberts last week. <laughs> her aunt, Julia Roberts. <gasps> you didn't know that? I think I did know okay. that. I forgot <laughs> about it though. That's wild. Julia Roberts. Shout so out nepotism. Any of those types of rom-coms. I don't really think I have a comedy though that's like a go-to. Or a show like, or anything? Shows rotate i've watched Grey's anatomy a million times i've watched can we shout out uh to the og sarah jenkins tiktok watchers that her comfort show is superstore <laughs> okay you literally always say like whenever jacob's like needs to bring me back down to earth he'll be like you need to get back to like the days when you just like sit and watch superstore all day i go that's only because that's when you discovered me i actually only watched superstore once all the way through and it was because i'd gone through all my other shows you know when you meet the someone office, and, and they're friends. like dribbling a basketball or something like this person's a basketball like, star but it's like they just happen to have a basketball in their hand so like in, <laughs> what a weird example but in my head i mean so in jacob's head i am this like obsessed superstore fanatic and i couldn't even remember listen, the characters this is not names. just me this is pe people in your comments as well i think you are no they 
don't. Can we just, put up a poll? It's you pushing this narrative that I'm an obsessed okay, superstore fan. In your, this is another shout out to Sarah's personal like Instagram broadcast channel. She's going to put up a poll when this episode comes out if she's a superstore fanatic and you got, all are going to agree with I don't, me. It just came out while I was in it. Let's jump to another voicemail question <laughs> on that note. Uh, voicemail question number four, recommendations for saving money in the city. Mm. So we, talked about, <laughs> we talked about community being important and like going out and meeting up with uh, friends for drinks and but dinner that and that kind of money. stuff. Sports, the house are all things that cost money. It's yeah. expensive. Yeah. Um, almost everyone I know has at least at one point had two jobs. Yeah. I had to have two jobs. I had three at one point. I think that's kind of just a reality, like having a side hustle or like a serving gig or like anything else. I have friends that have like when they're bored, my friend, one friend's Dan, when he's bored, he'll just like, he is an Uber Eats like delivery person. And he'll just like, when he's bored, he'll go, oh, I have nothing to do today. He'll just, oh, for real? He'll literally I've, just like I've bike around and do it. I've genuinely thought about like driving yeah, Uber just for like he's the fun. <laughs> he's like done it um, as Uber Eats because he's like, oh, I mean, like, why not just make some like extra cash in a few for hours? Sure. I have nothing else to do. So I think a lot of people have like, <clears throat> secondary jobs or stuff which is just kind of the reality of sometimes when you live here yeah i think too what i would say is like sometimes i get in it's so easy to get caught up in like let's i'm gonna do something on monday night oh and then i got this lunch on tuesday and then mm -hmm. i'm gonna do this oh there's so there's so many there's an op we already talked about this there's so many opportunities in the city that you can go out and have this busy social life and enjoy yourself like we said, this all costs money. So I mm -hmm. think like the number one thing that I would say is just be conscious of <laughs> your spending maybe I and know. like try to, t if you're not, if you're like having a good time and it's within your means, by all means go and do it. But if you're maybe stretching that a little bit, take a step but back like, and like just You don't think, always have to like, when you're thinking of something with your friends, you don't always have to like go out for okay, a drink or go out to the bar. Okay, this was going to be the second half of that. Because the like, post-pandemic post vodka soda prices on King Street West are astronomical. It is way too much. $16 it, for it, a slice it, of I, lime. It's and insanity. A, I used to be able to get like, I, I was the classic like, oh, I'll grab the first round because $20 used to be able to get me like four drinks. And yeah. like now it gets me like one with tip. So I think like moving into other things to do, I think like, I mean, it's cold right now, so maybe not but like park culture became a better thing in the pandemic where people go to parks and hang out, whatever. I think games nights. My friends and I are back into like, let's oh, do like a Saturday night yeah, games yeah, night yeah. where we can just have one person host. We all like bring our own bottles of wine and stuff. It's significantly cheaper where you have the games, like just things like that as a way to see people. You don't always have to be spending money to go see people. Or cook together. <gasps> That'd be nice. I don't know. Throw back to chocolate chip, chocolate chip cookies. Oh Bake my God. chocolate Bake chip cookies together. chocolate chip cookies. Exactly. So I think it's just like finding ways to do things that don't always I, I cost almost money. feel like people have forgotten how to just hang out. Like to just like invite, like they need like an invite a friend over just to hang out. Like you got to like, let's go get a coffee. Yeah, that's true. It feels like that's like the one downside maybe because our spaces are so small and there are so many places you can go in the city that people tend to like... I don't know, like meet up somewhere. Yeah. When it's like they can just come over, you can have a coffee at like your place or something. Can we I don't bring, know. can we like start the campaign right now to bring back the hangout? Bring back the hangout. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. 
for full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Bring back the hanger. I put this question on the list because you have experience with this. I was going to say, I'm like, where's... <laughs> I think you're the one that at the table that has experience with this. The question was, how do you get over a four and a half year long relationship? First of all, to the person that wrote in, I'm very sad for you and you will get through it. It does get better. But if you guys didn't know, Jacob, well, his dog is a child of divorce, basically. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, uh, Jacob has a co-custody agreement with his dog. It's true. He's in a good situation post of really long-term relationships. That's why I wanted you to answer this first because you're the one that actually has like a direct Yeah, I mean, like, listen, there is no one-size-fits-all remedy to heartbreak. Like, that's not going to be something that our advice is going to, you know, magically solve mm-hmm. all of your problems. But I think that's one thing to remember is just like take the time to feel your emotions first of all mm-hmm. and not try to immediately get back together with the person. So what I was going to actually ask you is because I saw this like TikTok and it was a whole debate about it. Is like, do you think you should go immediately no contact after a relationship of that length? Listen, no contact gets a lot of play these days of like a flashy term. I think it's probably a good idea because you're, listen, it's really sad, but like you're breaking up mm-hmm. and you got to that line in the sand one way or another Mm -hmm. and maybe you end up getting back together later on but like clearly some things probably have to change for sure whether that's with you going through some kind of personal growth or just like the way that you might interact with this person you know evolving in a certain way or you probably just maybe grow in different directions Mm -hmm. uh and this is kind of the start of that branching off but i think that it's probably a good idea to not start your new period of growth as a single person attached in any way to the other person that you used to be with. And that's really, really hard, but I think it's probably the best idea. Yeah. I think, um, I, I actually don't mind the whole like no contact concept because at least at the beginning, because I think like so much of, sorry, I'm shutting on the table. I think so much of a long-term relationship is routine and comfort and like, and it's so easy to fall into that comfort and that routine. And like, obviously the initial part of that, you're breaking off your entire like it's a relationship, but you're breaking off your entire routine and everything you know in day to day. The person you probably text first, the person that you talk to the most, like the person you see the most, the person you sit and watch Survivor with, like whatever it might be. And you're breaking that off and you have to then build yourself a new routine. So that's why I think no contact at the beginning is healthy because it'd be so easy, I think, to fall back into Well, exactly. You say that like that routine. What is the Again. contact in that sense? It's exactly what you were just talking about. It's the it's the comfort, it's the routine. And that's those are crutches that you really don't want to fall back on mm-hmm. when you're going in a new direction. Um, and that's kind of that leads me perfectly into like the other maybe piece of advice that I have is like post breakup is the best time, maybe pandemic aside, to like put yourself out there and Mm -hmm. change things that you think you know maybe don't fit you anymore yeah you can enter a new era yeah it's tough to like evolve in really significant ways when you're attached to someone especially in a four-year relationship that's a really long time to kind of you know not necessarily be 
completely codependent, but you know, you fall into maybe a routine or a rut of some kind when you're in a long-term relationship with someone. This is also an opportunity to completely reinvent Mm -hmm. yourself, which should be the case probably anytime, even if you are in in a relationship. Yeah, but I think that's totally fair to say it's it's a lot more difficult to do it when you're like with somebody for a long time and they already like you the way you are. Like, yeah, that, you know exactly. what I mean? Like, it is the opportunity for you to like, maybe if you're not normally someone that like puts yourself out there, now you can be because you like, you have this like fresh start, you have this like new opportunity. And sometimes that's a really healthy distraction as well. Like then switching to like, trying new things that maybe you wouldn't do before because I think that's a healthy distraction of like the heartbreak well, as well. And that's also a really good way to get to know yourself is trying mm-hmm. new things and like trying to evolve yourself in different mm-hmm. ways and probably you'll run into some roadblocks that don't really fit the direction that you want to be mm-hmm. going. But you can only figure that out if you're if you're kind of, you know, trying to make a few changes. Uh, and then, you know, probably go out there and like kiss some random people. Yeah, that- make it with randos. <laughs> Why not? I also think though like... It's not to say, I want us saying like going no contact at the beginning does not necessarily mean that like you won't be friends down the road. You can't be, I'm actually friends with like every guy I've ever dated. And, but at the beginning we didn't talk like for the first few months, yeah. but you can find your way back to that if there's a mutual love and respect. And I think if it did end on like an okay term, um, then that can happen. But I just think it's healthiest for both parties at the beginning to allow yourself the space to like reinvent yourself or, or put yourself out there. And you're always going to feel a little guilty if you're still talking to the person. On the yeah. Side, I think. And then the other thing that I'll say, the last thing I'll say now maybe is like, Whenever you're framing how you're talking about the person, maybe you got broken up with or maybe you did the breaking up is like if they did something really terrible, by all means, fine. But most of the time, don't make them the villain Mm -hmm. in a story. You grew you had great positive times, I'm sure, because you were in such a long term relationship. But like just because it's over doesn't mean that there wasn't love there. Yeah, exactly. And now you can move on to something else. But also, yeah, you don't want to like hold on to them in a negative way either not being the positive way being like the crutch or the the comfort and the routine and then the negative way being like oh that's a villain that i'm like getting away from it's yeah like, like turning to like not that dramatic yeah, turning to like hate the person and and shit talk them and stuff doesn't actually yeah like help focus on your own either. personal personal growth and, exactly. and healing and and move on from there and hopefully you both go on to live amazing lives either together again someday or separately <laughs> that's good <laughs> advice I'll take it. I'll take it. It's your turn. Uh, voicemail question number whatever we're on here. In typical Any- fashion, they're like whiplash. They like have very different <laughs> vibes. We just got real deep and I don't know what's happening next. Any tips for long distance friendships? And this person says, my friend is moving to Colorado next week, assuming they maybe live around Toronto or Canada. I, somewhere. I, that seems maybe far. not. Seems maybe like not. it's far away though, wherever they're Very moving. far away. Um, one thing I do with my long distance friends, um, we'll shout out Kate Crumka in Montreal because this is like the only way that we can do proper catch-ups scheduling a call or like a time to talk doesn't ever actually really work at least i find it there's always a million reasons to be like oh we're not going to do that facetime call we're not going to do this you have to randomly call them that okay that was one of my notes right when i was that was my first note when i wrote yeah. down it was like don't make the expectation that you will have a weekly call no, you it's won't. like you both live separate lives my, my friend amanda who i just saw on the weekend literally lives in scotland and i don't know the last time i talked to her and it's like you just pick up where it's like if you have a solid friendship you'll just trust but you do have to put in the effort to like see each other for sure yes. and whether it's like so like with kate we do like pretty much a yearly trip and I, a yearly trip together pretty much so we're just in new york and i go see her once a year and she comes here like that's just 
how it works. She's only in Montreal. It's not as far, but still like with busy lives, it does make it difficult. And you pick up like right where you left 100%, off kind of thing. 100%. Yeah. And like, look, I think social media makes it really easy. Granted, I do vlog my entire life on the internet. So my <laughs> friends do know what I'm doing all the time if they choose to watch it. But I do think like it, it makes it a little bit easier to like, constantly know what they're doing. But you can't like schedule these calls. Like my favorite thing to do is just like randomly FaceTime. And if they pick up and then we end up having like, a couple hour conversation, amazing. It was just like, meant to be and I think that's the only way you can do it granted I have their location so I can see if they're home but I think like that's the easiest way to start but it's also nice like that shows you that you're thinking of them too it's not exactly. like you're not just you're not chatting because there's the expectation like of a set scheduled a call yeah. or something it's yeah. like oh you, you popped into your mind oh let me call this old friend yeah. I think that that's that's great I think it's some healthier way to do it and then that way there's no expectations on like if they like miss it or this or that or like if it gets canceled then you're disappointed and stuff like that you just kind of have to like call them or like text them that day being like hey are you free today for a call and then and it gives them the freedom then to just like live their life without having to think oh i have to like you know stick around to yeah you know, i also say and- like naomi's a really good example like i only really so like naomi moved to los angeles now once it's been recorded like a month ago and i only like text her to check in with her for the first like when she first moved there make sure she got there safe but i've given her the space because i'm like she's so overwhelmed like she doesn't need me texting her and be like how are things tell me everything that's happening but you know what i mean like every yeah. two seconds so i've really given her the space to like settle into los angeles what's happening whenever i just text her for the first time the other day being like what's the vibe like how are you feeling and we just chatted today a little bit just like to catch up because i can tell like it's overwhelming moving to a new city then to have like the expectation you have to like be constantly talking to your friends back home where like nothing's really changed for them but like everything's changed for you i think it's giving them the time and space as well to like allow themselves to settle in before you bombard them with a million questions like i would a good perspective because they're moving somewhere else for them they're not moving away from you so like let's celebrate our friends exactly i love that I got a f- quite a few questions about this and I haven't had a space and the opportunity to talk about it because I just don't know why I haven't gone on a rant about this yet. Do you think Travis and Taylor are endgame? I need your full thoughts. And then somebody else in full capitals put, I need your thoughts on Buenos Aires night two and all the things Travis and Taylor. They so, kissed, right? Oh my God. Let me give you a lay of the land. Okay. Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift. Travis Kelsey's on a bye week. He goes to Argentina to see her performance multiple things happened during lover she's pointing at him and singing to him the entire time which fans know a few months ago when she was singing lover it looked like she was dead behind her eyes because she wrote that song about joe alwyn and whatever and it just like she was singing it with no emotion even though it's like a very emotional song this was the first time we really saw her like fully like all in it because this is the first set of shows since they've been like out in public together because the u.s like the tour is over she then does her surprise songs. So much stuff happened on I2 of Buenos Aires. It was crazy. The other things that happened was she sang, um, Is It Over Now? With the Bridge to Out of the Woods, which are two songs that are like everyone thought were linked and she confirmed they were linked by singing them together. So that's like a side note. And she also sang the song Endgame from Reputation album. And the whole song is like big reputation. You and me got big reputation. It's, it's like, you know, I it's, it's just, there's so many layers to it. And end, Endgame she sang that song and then she also in Argentina sang Labyrinth, which is the song where she goes, oh, oh, I'm falling in love. Oh, no, I've fallen in love again. Anyways, th- so there's all these layers to it. And then the icing on top of the cake before we even get to the kiss, because there's so much that happened Saturday night. She changes the lyrics in Karma okay, to and from karma is the guy on the screen coming straight home to me she changed it to karma is the guy on the chiefs and she literally says it and then giggles after (laughs) you can hear her laugh and all of her dancers are like (gasps) i 
saw the kiss first and then I saw that. There was yeah. so much happening. I was, I literally laid in bed on Saturday night, two bottles of wine deep and watched the kiss 47 <laughs> times. So then she walks off stage. He comes out of the tent to greet her and she runs into his arms and kisses him. And like, we kind of saw that in the Miss Americana film with like Joe, but it was like a lot more awkward now that I've seen like the side by side. Cause he just wasn't a guy that wanted to be on camera, which is weird considering like your job as being an actor. But yeah. anyways, side point, that's like the lay of the land of what's happened. I would like to know your thoughts, how much you've seen and do you I've seen quite a bit. I've seen a couple of those clips now that you're like piecing them together of how they mm-hmm. fit together. Mm-hmm. And I also saw something, it was a tweet, I think. I can't remember who put it out there that, that was predicting if they get married and have babies, we will enter a new baby boom. And I was like, I could see it. A new baby boom? Yeah, because they would be like the next great American couple. Oh, true. It would, Maybe. It would hold My favorite power. are all the tweets from people are like, the British invasion is over. Like it's a win for America because <laughs> she's finally with an American. Um, <clears throat> my thoughts on all things uh, Travis and Taylor. So the funny thing Do is Do you like, think that they're end game? Look, I'm not putting the, as somebody that enough people put pressure on my relationship on the internet, I'm not one to be out here like putting pressure on somebody else's relationship. <laughs> not my, like I'll speculate or like talk about things that happen, but I will never be like, oh, they're for sure end game. I just think it's funny because we're seeing OG Taylor. So for context for like newer fans, Jacob, who is a new Swifty, we're hosting, we're co-hosting Taylor Swift trivia together. Um, everyone's like, oh my God, this is crazy that she did this. Like it's unhinged. Taylor used to act like this all the time. Yeah. Taylor Swift was in love. She would shut it from the rooftop. She'd post her silly little Instagram post. Like she literally with Calvin Harris, like made this huge Instagram post. being like, I can't believe we could finally go on vacation. And like had written in the sand, like I heart, like PS. <laughs> like she just like very like chuggy millennial, like vacation photos. And she would like post photos of her, like making out with him and like him carrying her and like all of these things back in the 1989 era. So she used to do that, but then she just entered a relationship with someone who wanted to be private. It was also after all of the Kim and Kanye stuff and like, like the, the Taylor Swift just came over party and all of those things where she went into hiding anyway so now she's just back to how she used to be okay. when she was like 25 then maybe and don't she put the pressure public. on their end game but are you excited then for like the new era i'm that so comes excited eras to i'm her? so excited because it just feels so much more naturally taylor swift yeah. as opposed to like her having to be so like hush hush private secret and this is more the taylor that like i knew growing up who would like scream from the rooftops when she was in love like this is a girl that writes like songs about every single relationship she's ever been in like obviously she doesn't need to be like super private about it you know what i mean so it makes me very excited he lets her be bejeweled he is confident in his own right has his own thing going on it's in a totally different industry i'm so happy she's no longer dating like a little artsy guys that get jealous of her when she wants to start working in film or like we're entering the era where taylor is the cheerleader and no longer in the bleachers absolutely i feel like it feels too full circle for that to be one of the songs that made her the most like famous yeah for her not I to end know. up with a football player I- <laughs> whoever is like controlling the universe it makes it feel too perfect anyways it makes me very happy because she looks very happy and i love that her dad was literally wearing a chief's lanyard i was Aww. like he threw out his like allegiances to the like philadelphia eagles so quickly but <laughs> in general very happy for Taylor and Travis and i i like watched that video a million i watched all the edits i if can't stop the chiefs and the eagles make it to the super bowl again, again this will be the biggest event ever ever yeah i agree she doesn't even have to play the super bowl to make the super bowl the biggest event ever which would be crazy <sighs> I know. That's a cold line. It's true, though. <laughs> She's turned it down a million times. Anyways, I could talk about this forever, but... Uh, we'll do a whole episode on this another day. On another day. I But I'm just glad you learned what Endgame was today. <laughs> yes, thank you for explaining this. Uh, last question of voicemail. Will you ever do another thing with the totes? 
And this person says, I gave mine to a girl at the airport who needed a bag. So first of all, like, that's kind Shout of Shout out. I told her I'm going to try to find one in, if I have an extra bag, which I think <laughs> yeah. I do. I'm going to try to send it to her. She was basically saying that, like, she needed to put her things in a bag and Air Canada wasn't letting her get on the plane without it. And then she's like, she texted me saying, not text me, she DM'd me saying she gave them the bag. And then she talked about the podcast. Being like, it's for this great podcast uh, I listen to. So she's like, maybe you have a new listener. So shout out to the girl that like gave up her talking fast bag. But, merch, is, that, um, is it going to happen? I don't know. Manager Jacob, is it going to happen? <laughs> Do we think it could? If people want it, let us know. Um, I personally love the ombre talking fast bags. All of our friends use them. Izzy has it today. I think like, you know, it like looks low key. It looks without, nice. It looks nice without being like straight in your face, like a photo of the two of us or something. Like it's, you can't necessarily tell it's a podcast. Yeah, we did great. them. We released them as VIP for the live show. Exactly. Talking show. But if others want them, I'm always open to it. Also, if we were to make merch, let us know if there's something that we say a lot or do a lot that you think would be funny. I always find that interesting when you get other people's opinions. Oh, what would it be? I don't know. I don't know what it would be. Throw it in the comments. We'll find out. Let us know. But thanks so much for listening to this voicemail episode. As always, you can follow us at Talking Fast Show on Instagram. Email us at TalkingFastShow at gmail.com. If you're looking to get some advice from us, I think they give, we have some pretty damn good advice in this one. Or if you just want to message me to talk about Travis, Kelsey, and Taylor Swift, I'm always down in the DMs for that. As always, we will be here every single Wednesday. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>